Hey guys, does capitalism have you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Productivity porn has created a business around making you think that constantly being productive will lead to a fulfilling life. However, this mindset has created unhappy, anxious, and burnt out people. On our podcast, we aim to entertain by providing useless information just for the joy of it and giving you time in the day to stop the gears of capitalism. And if you're thinking, what's the point of this podcast? Then we invite you to be a part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 19 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. I'm your host, Courtney, and I sold my soul to another reality TV show this week. (laughs) I'm your host, Lydia, and on the complete opposite side of the spectrum, I'm really into reading. (laughs) You're right. Those are very, very opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, they kind of are. One is a very intellectual endeavor, and the other... Mm is the opposite of that uh, yeah yeah although i don't know if it's a very intellectual endeavor i was having this kind of convo with my mom where i was like i only like reading like fiction and nothing real and nothing that's legit and no self-help it gets so exhausting and no history and no nothing and she was like well you know at some point you have to like you know get into like adult reading and i was like no. i don't think i do <laughs> no i reject that no <laughs> me too <laughs> i'm the same i hate anything that's real i will not read yeah. it i'm like no I absolutely like, none i can't i just i've tried i've tried to mm-hmm. read i read the 5 a.m club i don't know if you got if you guys out there with your self-improvement ones i'm sure you know what i'm talking about oh is and that like, the one tried where reading. like waking up at 5 a.m is gonna change your life yeah and it's like how to master your mornings to master your life and it's a long book and it takes you through this whole thing of this philosopher and stuff like that the only one that i kind of like which is kind of self-help but kind of also really good is the Mm -hmm. alchemist and that's still kind of not real and it still teaches a lesson that's like outside of the actual story but like it tricks you into being a self-help book but i don't like the ones that are specifically for that reason or it's like this is real history and these are real people's struggles i'm like shut it down (laughs) i I want to enjoy don't want reading (laughs) exactly like for so long we've been reading for school yeah and it's just not boring and dull and i just want to be excited and i think I that has a lot to something. do with it is that like <laughs> yeah we read so much real stuff yeah every day for so every long day and it's that, just like so if exhausting. we're reading for pleasure it better not be real yeah i swear to god it better, better not, not be. have to learn anything oh Absolutely my god not. if i have to learn something mm, i'm out of there <laughs> check me right out <laughs> yeah don't so worry really, guys, not learning what? anything <laughs> Really, our endeavors are quite similar. They actually are. <laughs> I, I do think, I do still think that you're probably bettering your brain a little bit more than I am. Reading is really good for your brain. Right. Whereas reality you. TV is not. <laughs> but it's so good. I can't stop. And it is, it is because I want to escape my reality. It's nice to just like. Yeah. Tune out. I'm reading. Not yeah. have to think. Yep. It takes absolutely no brain cells to understand the show. The yeah. show was below so- the deck, by the way, everyone. It's very yeah. good. Actually, it's below the deck sailing yacht there's a bunch of different spinoffs i started on sailing yacht and so i watched both seasons of sailing yacht actually one and a half because okay. the half season is like happening right now so oh you're I'll like keep up. on that yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> nice. so now i'm on sailing yacht mediterranean <gasps> cool mm-hmm. oh wow that sounds really intense to be stuck on a boat with a bunch of people for yeah. months on end they make so much money though it's ridiculous oh, really? like the tips that they get for like three days of work they get like two thousand dollar tips each what the fuck and that's on top of like their hourly wage 
Okay, makes this so might come sense. off as insensitive, but are their jobs hard? <laughs> I don't. Those tips are crazy. Those tips are crazy. Like, I think... I want to say, yeah. I want to say okay. the jobs are hard. It looks kind of draining. It looks like being a service worker, but, like, pretty much 24 hours a day. Oh, For, like, right. millionaires who are really picky. So it kind of looks difficult. And then there's also, like, deck crew, the people who work on, like, the boat mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I, yeah. I mean, their jobs are probably hard. Yeah. But they yeah, also okay. don't work the whole year. It's just, like... Oh, a couple of weeks because it's just over the summer smart. and then they just bang it out and they make a bunch of money that's kind of amazing like I what think... kind of work do they do uh, so they're like f- food and like bartending mm-hmm. and like that kind of yeah. stuff yeah so oh. food bartending um like cleaning all mm. of the rooms and stuff like that but also cleaning like the staff rooms and the staff oh, clothes wow. and stuff mm-hmm. like that and just like catering to the guest every needs like sometimes they have to like one time they had to plan a wedding in like <laughs> eight hours because Holy somebody shit. just decided that they wanted to get married and oh like they God. have to like make like disco parties and like blackjack nights and stuff like that with like uh, wow. a couple moments notice so it's that really sounds crazy like, that sounds crazy yeah. that's yeah. so crazy all right all right this this show doesn't seem that bad <laughs> no it's, it's pretty good it's pretty good I'm interested. While I wait for more episodes of The Circle, I'll watch Below Deck. (laughs) I like, okay, so I I really enjoy reality TV shows more that aren't, like, game shows. Like, I like reality TV shows that are more, like, I know know it's scripted. Before everyone comes at me, I know it's scripted. But I like (laughs) it, like, more when it's people's lives. Yeah, 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 yeah. In quotation marks. People's lives. In quotation marks, yeah. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. find it more interesting. But there's so much drama. Because it's literally, like, 10 people stuck on a boat together. Like, 10 young hot people oh. stuck on a boat together like, <laughs> wonder where that's gonna go a couple weeks a second, a second. <laughs> that sounds amazing oh sounds like so much fun i was just telling um courtney about how um i actually don't like the bachelor and she used to watch it all the time mm-hmm. and like i used to like come over and watch it and be like wow this is so great and i would like pretend to be into it because i wanted to be courtney's friend and i didn't Aww. want to disappoint her <laughs> but okay. i actually you can't i don't like that yeah it's i don't fine. like that show it's i kind of know what you mean though like because the bachelor is a little bit of a game show in a way yeah, yeah. so i'm to- i get it i get it the circle has a special place in my heart though but i get it <laughs> yeah yeah i i completely understand people who don't enjoy reality tv because like i wish down to the core of me that i didn't enjoy it i think it's really like one of my biggest personality flaws is that i love reality tv so every time people are like i hate reality tv i'm like i, I yeah that's me very too. Fair, I guess. <laughs> you <laughs> you shit in their faces. <laughs> <laughs> you should. It's like stupid uh, content. It is stupid content. There's it's this okay. Trash. Let me. There's this just iconic scene from yeah. um, Below Deck that they kept playing, and I was like, "How the fuck is this not a meme?" It's this guy, this like young white man, and he's like yelling, and he's like, "Do you think it's funny that I'm still breastfed by my mother?" <laughs> and the other guy is like. <laughs> yeah i think that's funny and he goes well fuck you and he walks away and it's so good it's so iconic oh so God. funny and i don't know how it hasn't been made into a meme but that's i just amazing. i love it so much and i know it's so <laughs> stupid like that no grown man should ever said that i should no. not ever hear those words coming out of a grown man's mouth but it's so funny <laughs> so funny <laughs> that sounds amazing i kind of want to watch it just to see that scene <laughs> Well, fuck you then. There should be a TikTok sound, honestly. (laughs) 
<laughs> so much emotion. So, so much to work so with. Good. That just sounds great. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <clears throat> Who is starting this week? You are Queen Courtney. Ooh, yeah, I think so. Exciting. Because last week I talked about breakfast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That and then lot. we talked about the algorithm for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tried to present our um, million dollar idea about like the app or whatever, where you voluntarily put in your data to mm. my family and mm-hmm. they were not very receptive to that's it. That's rude. I totally agree because it was a good idea. (laughs) It was a good idea. I presented it to Junaid and he didn't think it was a terrible idea. Oh, because like literally people are collecting that data anyways. Like, yeah, you know, might as well put it to good use. Might as well well make it like a little personality about it. Yeah. Stupid. Anyways, that was last week. We should not rehash that. But (laughs) (laughs) there's lots of content on the Patreon for you guys because we did talk about it for way too long. So there's lots there for you guys. Okay, everybody, now is the time in the podcast when we talk about the poll on Instagram that you participated in. This is the poll that you participated in last week. So the first question was, do you believe that breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Our answers. 63% said no. Woo! 37% said yes. So So that's great. Thank you so much, everybody. 63% are resistant to manipulation. Yes, they are. The Good for you, guys. Think about it. You've been geniuses. Delighted. Absolute geniuses out here. <laughs> everyone has resisted marketing and everyone just like lives by their own clock. We love which it. Is nice. The next one was, do you like the algorithm and what it does? For example, personalized ads, collecting data, and listening. <laughs> 72% said no, I uh, don't yeah. like the algorithm. <laughs> I saw that one coming, which is okay. Which is, mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree with you. I don't like it as it stands now. I would like to change it. It needs amendment. It needs amendment. <laughs> the next question was, would you use our new app where you voluntarily put in data, get a consumer profile, and get access to your own data? Contradictory to the first question this one was 69 percent. yes 69 too that's a sign yeah it is a sign (laughs) it's a sign that is as you know that's our favorite number on this podcast that's our lucky number on this podcast is 69 (laughs) but that's cool that's cool to know that we actually had a good idea that's so interesting though like so many people don't like that the algorithm is collecting data and listening but the same amount of people almost would would be okay yeah to do it voluntarily i guess that's just a big thing on consent right there consent. Eh? got consent got which consent. technically facebook does but just like no one's read the yeah, consent i know no right? one, like, like no one listens <laughs> everyone's like yeah yeah i agree it wasn't what is it what do they ask for now like enthusiastic consent <laughs> that's like yeah, a, that's a new i consent haven't heard thing. of that. it's like not you don't just need consent you need like enthusiastic consent. oh i don't I know if it's enthusiastic that. it might be a different word but like i like that yeah somebody you has do to need like, enthusiastic be like consent. yeah not just i like, really want to mm. do this instead of like i guess i can do it like an that's active participant not a passive yes 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 and if you could actively participate get a consumer profile <gasps> yeah get a horoscope and they could tell you what to do dude that would be amazing. Find your and life you could partner. Date. Ah! Show me. Join people now. <laughs> people. I guess we're sticking with the name. Yes. 
I honestly still don't know if it's good. <laughs> like, I just can't. Anyways, thank you so much for participating in the poll, everybody. Tune into our Instagram on Tuesday slash Wednesday for another poll that you can participate in. This is your chance to tell us your opinion. And you can always message us um, at on Instagram at very.unimportant.people. Let's get back to the show. Bye. I love you. <laughs> um, but this week, I wanted to talk about the Canadian tax system fuck the tax system um, yeah because it's really <laughs> fucking stupid because fuck, i'm can't. sorry excuse my language i don't know why I'm, it's because i've been watching a sailing show oh okay everyone they, it's just they curse been, like sailors yeah i'm just like adopting the mannerisms apparently i love that i have no personality <laughs> oh me neither. my personality Nothing is, is reality tv <laughs> oh <laughs> that's my opinion for this week no just it's kidding a good one. back on track <laughs> um, the canadian tax system makes absolutely no sense because <clears throat> They're like, you owe us money. And then I'm like, how much money do I owe you? And they're like, I'm not going to tell you. You have to figure it out. (laughs) Figure it out, bitch. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay. And then I have to sift through so much confusing, like, financial jargon. And I don't even know what. And it takes me so many hours. And I cry every single time I have to do my taxes because it's so confusing. Me too. (laughs) And then I send it to them. And then they're going to be either like, yes, that is the amount, or no, that is not the amount. And if it's no, then there's a chance I could go to jail. And I don't get it. Why can't they just (laughs) tell me how much I owe them or how much they owe me? And we that's all you have to do. Yeah. It's so stupid because they have all of your information, too. Every single document is on their website. And then just do the work. mm, That's what I'm using. Use that. Yeah. I logged on to to the CRA, to your website, and inputted those numbers into somebody else's website and then sent it back to you. I don't get it. It's all well, there. What was the point of You're that? You're going to have to look at it anyways. <laughs> Such a roundabout way of so doing things. Stupid. Maybe they're counting on the fact that people will pay the wrong amount and they'll pay them too much money so that they can make money. Maybe, but actually no. Okay. No. So I came across some stats. And uh, hold on, I got to sift through all this to find <laughs> all this. I don't have very many notes this week, but um, it's just from the heart, mostly. Yeah. As a Canadian citizen who's had to do taxes for four years, we're just over it. <laughs> okay. So the CRA isn't that good at ca- uh, catching slip ups. In 2014, the gap between what they should have received and what they did stood at $8.7 billion. <laughs> So, like, they're really bad at it. That's so embarrassing. Not only is the system, like, really difficult for us to navigate, but, like, the CRA doesn't even understand it. The people who are, like, paid to do it, they're like, I have no Mm. idea what's going on. I see. I see. That's why. That's why they're like, you do them because we... We we don't get it. no idea. Don't understand what's going on. (laughs) And taken, taken that we've created, like, an entire industry, which is, like, CPA accountants. Mm Mm-hmm. Because taxes are too complicated. Like, they're only... Oh, shit. ...in business because taxes are too complicated for people to do. That's so funny. They're like, taxes are going to create jobs. And then they just make them so hard. So complicated. (laughs) And so Canada's tax system has actually become 72% more complicated since when it started. Where where did you get those statistics? (laughs) 
Like, did you make that up? No, I didn't <laughs> make that up. I didn't make it up. And so there's also 2% more pages, which doesn't sound like a lot. But these, all of the pages have also become 69% larger since the 1990s. Oh my God. So we've just like added so many extra little like tax credits and breaks and whatever that yeah. we've just created like this monster that Jesus no one Christ. can control. <laughs> <laughs> They've completely lost it. <laughs> When the Income Act was enacted in 1917, which is like Canadian taxes, there were 4,000 words in it. And today there is 1.1 million words in it. Whoa. Whoa. Who has the time? That's got to be the longest document in existence. (laughs) One million. the Canadian tax document. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And wait, before we get into this opinion more, I just wanted to like put out there that this is not a political talk. It's not about <laughs> we shouldn't have taxes. We should have taxes. I just think that the Canadian system should be a little bit more easy to understand and simple. Yeah. But it's not a political talk about whether we should have taxes or not. Just love that. that out there. <laughs> um, we still pay our taxes. <laughs> like, so Canada employs over 40,000 employees with the CRA. Where the IRS has double that, so they have eighty thousand, but mm-hmm. the but America has ten times the population. So technically, an IRS worker can do five times the work as a CRA worker. Oh my so God. Not only, I don't know if that's evidence that like the system is too complex and they're spending way too much time on each case, or if that's just evidence that maybe they're a little lazy and they're not really doing their job. But uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't sound like. No, it doesn't. And I feel like the states should be, like, should have much more people. They have different states. They have, like, so much different shit going on. Yeah, I mean, they have, like, a simpler tax system than we do, I think, because they have to pay Uh, less taxes. But still, still an IRS worker is five. Yeah, that's so stupid. Like, when you think about taxes, it seems so easy. I don't understand why it takes 200,000 people to do that much work. Just make the system easier. Employ all those people to make the system easier. <laughs> okay, and don't and make me do work and pay for a third party app. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> a third of the time when people call into the call center, the wrong information is given to them. A third oh. of the time people get the wrong information. And nearly two thirds of the time, the calls are never answered because people don't get through. And because True. like the call control system is too complex to navigate. Oh so my if we do the math, one third is getting the wrong information and two thirds are not getting through. That makes a whole. So is nobody getting, is nobody getting correct tax information? It's like, if you do get through, they'll just give you the they'll wrong information. Oh like, after God. waiting on hold for, like, two hours, they just yeah. give you the they wrong information. The wrong stuff and everyone else, the other person, has given up by that point? Holy shit. No wonder everyone is talking about different things. I'm like, did you get this? Did you get that? And everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is happening? <laughs> oh, and the call uh, center seven? is just one person. And they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just hang up, hang up. Hello? Yes, do that. Hang up, hang up. <laughs> it's just like one minimum wage, like high school worker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, like you're not even intern? old enough to pay taxes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just like, yes, that also sounds, go get yes, us coffee. No. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, that makes logical sense. Just do that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> just funnel one million dollars into uh, my savings 
Um, and also on top of that, seven out of ten accountants in Canada say that the Canadian tax system is too complicated. Oh, so that's 70% accountants. of accountants whose job is to understand it say that it's too hard to understand. Don't they go to school for that stuff? Yeah, I know. They <laughs> They're still like, I don't get it. it. Like, no. who under I who understands it? Is that's there anyone? Question. There's got to be one person. Just like be one, one person. Maybe person. Whoever wrote it, like... There. Yeah, maybe they understand like, it because it doesn't sound like it's been written like a million times. It sounds like they just keep adding little clauses and like loopholes until the point where yeah, it's just it's gotten no so one. out of control. <laughs> no one knows what's happening. <laughs> um, and it's gotten to the point where people are actually scared of claiming tax benefits, which is like really shitty. Um, oh, yeah. and fewer than forty percent of the adults that were eligible for disability succeeded in claiming it. Oh my god, that's so So people sad. are, like, scared. Because the stupid thing is that if you get it wrong, you could go to jail. Yeah. Or you could be charged. And that's... It just seems a little messed up to make a system that's so complicated. Not even people who went to four <laughs> years of school can really understand it. And then ask for just regular, everyday people to do it. But then say, if you get it wrong, you could go to jail. Yeah. Like, it seems really... really it's, it's too much pressure to put on... Yeah, to put on citizens and like to put on citizens who are literally trying to do it right like there's a lot of people yeah. who try to evade their taxes mm-hmm. but for the most part like people who can't afford accountants aren't trying to evade their taxes like yeah. they're just trying to be good citizens and do the right thing and pay into the tax system and i don't think that they should be penalized for like potentially getting it wrong yeah that's so stupid just and if you pay help. it only works one way too because if you pay too much money to the government they're not going to be like you're going to jail you got the wrong number yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll just be like here's the extra yeah yeah you, pay, you overpaid like, us thank you <laughs> yeah can we send can we start sending the cra to jail if we overpay them yeah we if should they do ask that. for too much money yeah <laughs> even out the score a little bit mm-hmm. like let's raise the stakes a little guys all right and now i'm kind of gonna i'll blow your mind a little bit here maybe maybe you already Ooh. knew about this but so there's a bunch of countries there's about 36 countries in the world that already have what they call a return free tax system which is where either um your tax is deducted from your paycheck monthly or quarterly and then at mm-hmm. the end of the year, if the government found out that they de- deducted too much or too little, they'll just let you know. They'll be like, hey, mm-hmm. this is the extra or hey, you owe us this much. Or they do your tax return for you. They send it to you and you just like verify that the information is correct and you Ooh. say correct and you submit it. So that it is possible. Nice. It is possible to do this. And like a lot of accountants say that our tax system is turn- currently too like complex to actually make the system work. So we'd have to reform the tax system, but it is possible mm-hmm. to have a return free system. But companies like, um, what's it called? Hold on. In- Intuit, who makes TurboTax, oh, no. have been lobbying the government to prevent them from creating a simpler tax system. That's so stupid. So that's why we don't have a simple tax system. Oh my so god! So basically, it's Intuit, literally in the hands of TurboTax. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, who profit <laughs> off of complicated taxes? Dude, like, that's this what is they so profit sad. off of. Like and the so, government doesn't even have control over its own country. Goddamn. No. <laughs> so in the U.S., what happened is they made an agreement with the IRS that the IRS would not change, would not reform the tax system if uh, TurboTax created a free filing system. 
Oh, nice. So that it was free for people, like, if people needed help, that they could. So they did this, but then they um, just, like, completely bury the free version. Yeah. And make it really difficult to find. And when you, like, when you Google TurboTax, the free version is hidden from any Google searches. So they've literally hidden it from everyone. And then they've, like, set up these traps in TurboTax that lure you into paying more than $200 to get your taxes done. What the fuck? Oh, my God. And they, like, use these marketing schemes. It was called, like, dark... I forget what it's called. Like, dark searching or, like, dark marketing where they use, Mm -hmm. like, certain, like, color schemes and stuff like that to, like, scare people and intimidate people into paying more. Oh, for sure. Oh, my God. And they also (gasps) target, like, lower income communities and people no with their advertisements for like their paid versions and stuff this has got to be illegal it's not though because they made an agreement with the irs that if they if they did this that the irs which is like an american case i don't know what the case is in canada but that the irs would not reform the tax system if they made it free for people i feel like they should have seen that coming hit it I don't, I, I don't want to be, version. like, it, everything makes sense in hindsight, you know, but I feel like looking at that, like, how else would TurboTax would have made money? You know, like, they must have known that something fishy was going to happen because otherwise, why would TurboTax get into that agreement for no money? You know what I mean? Like, they're a business at the end of the day. They've been lobbying. So why yeah. would they be like, yeah, okay, we'll make an agreement with you if they didn't know that there was going to be something yeah, obviously. in it for them? I think, yeah, I think it was a last, like, ditch effort for them because if you know, the states or Canada did reform their tax system, like, TurboTax would be out of business. Yeah. And, like, they should be <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. of what they do. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Their marketing concept is called... They call it FUD. I don't know what that stands for. But it seeks to tap into consumers' fears of the tax filing That's system. That's so bullshit. To convince so them to pay more. Which actually happened to me when I filed my taxes this year. Oh. I filed using... I. I had like a really confusing situation where I started filing with TurboTax and the free version. You found it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay. No, the first time I didn't, I opened a filing and I paid for like the 20. I didn't actually pay for it. Like I selected the $20 version. Mm-hmm. And then like, I don't know what I did with that tax return, but I just messed it up so much that it was like so out of whack that I just decided to open a new one and just start fresh and like yeah. the numbers in again <laughs> so that time i found the free one the second time but mm. then it was like giving me a weird number and um janae told me that like wealth simple does yeah. tax filing now so i was like okay let me just try with wealth simple as well to see mm-hmm. if i kind of get the same number and i did not at all get the same number <laughs> <laughs> one said i owed like a thousand dollars and one said that they were going to give me like three hundred dollars so it was very <laughs> <Great>. different <laughs> very confusing so it took me like i want to say like five hours going through it in total yeah to like finally figure out and get the numbers to match up and then the numbers did match up and then i was gonna submit it and then my dad last minute was like oh hey i found this like in our documents mm-hmm. like i need you to file this with yours so i was like okay so i added that last minute in wealth simple because it was easier so i was like okay i guess yeah. i'll just file the wealth simple one and then i clicked file Mm -hmm. And it was, like, it popped up and it was, like, pay what you can. And there was options. Oh, okay. And, like, the lowest one was, like, 20 and then it was 30. And then 20 was selected. And then under it, it was, like, if you do 30, you get, like, a free audit protection and, like, audit support. 
audit protection. Yeah, so, like, if you get audited, they will, like, help you through the audit. That's so nice. Yeah, so I was like, okay, for, like, $10 more, I might as well. Mm -hmm. So I paid the $30. And then later, I was talking to Sinead about it, and he was like, you didn't have to pay. You could have just unchecked the boxes. But there was nothing on there that said that you could bypass the payment. These motherfuckers. So I got scammed into paying $30, which if I got audited, Oh, you have audit protection. (laughs) Great. (laughs) If I get audited, and I don't even know what that is. Like, what if they're just, like... I mean, I think I've been audited before, and I had to, like, send in a letter from my landlord, but that's all I had to do. Yeah. And while the simple wouldn't have been able to help me with that, like, the CRA told me exactly what they needed. So I don't know why I did that, but I was just so, like, scared at the end of it from... you just been through, like, six hours of... like, getting things wrong, Mm -hmm. and and then I paid. That's where they get you. You're, like, mentally exhausted by the end of this process. And And then it's, like... Yeah, and you don't want to uncheck any box. You don't want to touch anything because it'll change something. <laughs> and then they get you. Wow, that's so that's so shady. I mean, I have a little bit more respect for Wealth Simple than I do for TurboTax at Me this too. point because at least they let you in for free and they like let you do it and they don't bury their free version completely. Well, they kind of they kind of they kind of did mean, at the end. But true, true. I still yeah, I still have a little bit more respect for them because i'm pretty sure they're not actively lobbying the government they weren't included (laughs) in the list that i saw so i have a little bit more respect for them but still it's just so stupid that it could be so much easier but yeah they just choose literally companies have made it so that everyone they just want everyone to live in fear of like taxes so that they can profit off of our fear what i don't I don't really. I don't think I really understand lobbying. Like, how can a person <laughs> just stop the government not, not from a person. doing something? It's like a bunch of people. Well, a company, and, like, a bunch companies. of people, and a bunch and companies, of companies. Like today, it's weird because a lot of companies actually have like more money than governments and more control oh, than governments. Of like, for example, yeah. in Victoria right now, they recently did a plastic bag ban, mm-hmm. where no stores are allowed to like give plastic bags out anymore. They have to be paper, or you have to bring your own bags. But Walmart is exempt from the rule because oh. Walmart, like, literally owns this island. If, like, they could have literally, <laughs> like, if they threaten to Holy leave, shit. Victoria will, like, they'll be like, whatever. You can do whatever yeah. you want because they provide so many jobs and they're one of the only, like, really oh. affordable places to buy food on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they can literally do whatever they want. They just got wow. exempt from the rule. Wow. Walmart. Holy fuck. Yeah. And they have more city, more money, sorry, than the city. Yeah, they provide more jobs than the city and more services than the city, technically, even though it's Walmart. So holy shit, Walmart is strong. I never realized how strong strong Walmart was. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Do you know Walmart is only a Canadian thing? I think. No. Oh, it's not. It's global. It's an American company. Oh, it's it's an American company. Oh, I did not. Yeah, know. like very. It's a very American thing. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. I'm pretty sure like some Republican owns Walmart, who like oh, regularly um, funds like anti-abortion campaigns. Oh no. Yeah. I do not stand Walmart. I still go. Neither. But... Same. This is the only <laughs> affordable place to buy food here. But I hate oh, myself dude. every time I do it. I'm like, please don't look at me. I'm not I here. Am not at Walmart. No I'm photos, right please. Now. Not, no, it's not happening. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow, that is scary. Mm. Again, capitalism, not only our religion, but our government. Yeah. 
Just everything. <laughs> just just all of it. Holy shit. So dumb. All right. We should just then... do the free tax thing. That's great. I yeah. Yeah, like the tax free return. Just send me a bill. Yeah. Just let me so know. Awesome. Like I feel like it's just so it's it's so easy, you know. Everything is there already. Maybe you input like one or two things, and then you're and it good. would be a lot harder for like the super rich to evade taxes if the government had a system where they could tell you how much they owe, rather mm-hmm. than the super rich having the ability to pay an accountant to find loopholes. Yeah, that's so true, and it's you can find the loopholes. Obviously, yeah, I feel like it's so complex. Okay, I have a theory that the tax system was actually created by like super rich people, so that they could get all of these loopholes that nobody knows about. And maybe there's like a codex <laughs> of like rich people loopholes in the Canadian tax system. Interesting. And every apprentice has to like buy it, or not apprentice, accountant. Maybe apprentice. I don't know. Apprentice sounds more like scary. So let's go with that. <laughs> has to buy it off the dark web, and then every single time they're their client is like oh i don't want to pay taxes on my facial rejuvenation they're like okay don't worry we can definitely find a loophole for that and then they do because it's in the codex it's a that's been passed down through generations decent theory (laughs) because yeah the super rich definitely don't pay proportional taxes yeah and like there's i I think there's a lot of burden on like lower income people Mm -hmm. which is stupid because the only reason that you're super rich is because you relied on social services you know, mm. you think you would have gotten super rich without healthcare, without education? Yeah, that's no. A good point. So you should pay back into those systems. Yeah, what the fuck? That's dumb. And you they should you're... pay for turbo tax. Yeah, <laughs> and also if a company is like not going to provide like health insurance to their employees, they should at least be paying their taxes so that their employees can like yeah. access in health insurance, like that makes sense. And <laughs> education and do you want a healthy and educated workforce, people? Super rich. Pay your taxes. I don't think they do. The more people go to school, the less rich they get. Why? Because there's more smart people in the world. That's like a classic, like, cult theory is that they stop people from being educated, from, like, learning how to read, from doing anything like that. Because if they're lesser educated than the higher up people, it's easier for them to have control over the rest of the society. I don't don't think that theory would stand in Canada because we have a... 100% 100% literacy rate. Like, it's right. against the law not to go to school. <laughs> right, like, you right. can drop out of school in high school, but at that point, like, mm-hmm. you have reading skills. Yeah, and, you can read like, by math then. skills. And... That's a good point. And you, like, legally have to go to school, I'm pretty sure. Up yeah. Until the eighth grade of eight. Is it eighth grade? Yeah, because people can drop out of high school. People can Maybe drop out of high grade. school. Yeah, I think it's 10th grade. Okay. So That's always what I've heard. It's 10th grade. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I'm just trying to think of the people who dropped out of our school. And, like, I think most of them stuck around till 10th grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what's telling me is 10th grade, but I'm pretty sure it's 10th grade. Okay. Solid. Solid. I'm just living in dystopian society. <laughs> no, but it's, like, a decent theory that it was created by the rich to just be so complex that Only people can who can't pay it. for an accountant mm-hmm. will not understand it and pay into the system. But then if you have enough money to pay for an accountant who knows loopholes, then you don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. So the that government just needs to step in. Accountant. A special one out of seven accountants. Revamp the system. And you know what? They need to revamp the system in both America and Canada simultaneously. Because if they do it in one country before the other or whatever, all that's going to happen is that the super rich and corporations are just going to move to the other place where they haven't revamped the system. So that's like the big fear right now is that if they revamp the system, we're going to lose investors and like Mm -hmm. rich people. 
mm-hmm. who don't pay into the system anyway, so why do we need them? But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> if we do it at the same time, like, I guess they it could move okay. to Europe, but they already have a standardized system. Yeah. So you'd kind of trap them in unless they want to move to somewhere that doesn't have a tax system, which is, I mean, they can, but... I think they would stay. I think there's a good chance that they would stay. Because if you get, like, the system where you send the taxes to someone and then you have to confirm them and then send them back, Mm -hmm. there will probably be a job that exists that's, like, tax fighter. And then they will be the (laughs) people who are like, no, actually, you can claim this. You can claim this. Yeah, like, accountants will just rebrand themselves. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Just become different types of people. Mm. Yeah. Hoping for the best. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll leave you off with two stats. That's kind of all the the points that I had on here. Okay. Um, the first one is that Americans spend an estimated 1.7 billion hours on doing their taxes a year. Um, 31 <laughs> billion dollars on doing their taxes oh my God. every year, and they also spend under over sorry 200 billion dollars complying with tax codes oh my god and that's in america where they have a simpler tax system than we do so just think about all the time guys if we cut out (gasps) the tax system and front lawns think of the time (laughs) that we're going to be saving think of all those hours of your life you're going to get back (laughs) (laughs) really this podcast is just telling you how to save your time yeah it really is to be less productive save your time do less do less (laughs) Don't mow your lawn. Yeah. What are you doing hours on end? Don't do your What's the point? Uh, do your taxes, but like Yeah. This is at the government. Fight against it. Yeah. yeah. At the government. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Fix it. Fix it right now. Yeah, me too. I don't hate taxes. I understand taxes. I hate I taxes understand system. them, but they're annoying. Thank you very much. I fully agree. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the jury has spoken. Okay. Alright guys, part two of the podcast. Um, this isn't so much of a TED talk as it is um, a opinion that may or may not be rooted in facts and mostly it's just a feeling. So <laughs> basically, um, I, I took a class this semester that was about copyright and it was about mm. the music industry a little bit. There was like two classes on the music industry and it was just about how much like crazy ass money goes into people who steal other people's songs and then they get sued and then like vice versa stuff happens there's like under table dealings and nobody ends up looking good at the end of it and like nobody's happy and it's just like it's just annoying and like I personally don't think that people should be suing each other over like stealing like two notes or three notes from a song um this is also mostly in pop music and like popular music it's not anything like classical music or symphony but i mean i'm sure like that i'm sure people also reuse and recycle ideas there too i'm not really 100 sure but i think that sampling should be okay and i think that if you pay royalties to the person who you sampled music from then Mm -hmm. i think it should be totally fine and like everything should be out in the open and everyone should be able to use each other's ideas and each other's musics so first of all i'm not a musician (laughs) 
<laughs> I've been observing these things in class and it kind of got me fired up. Um, if you completely like rip someone's song off, obviously it probably isn't fine, but I think there should be like a different standard for if you copy just like a couple notes. So throughout this discussion, throughout this opinion, I'm going to take you through two cases. Um, Ooh. Kind of, well, it'll be like a little take through. And one of them is going to be like the most fucked up shit. And the other one is going to be like, maybe we can learn from this example. Okay. But first, let's talk about how and why I think this. First of all, <laughs> creativity <laughs> is kind of a myth. Mm. There's no such thing as an original idea. Everything, every (laughs) single invention, really think about it. Every single invention is an improvement on something that already exists. And for us, for all of us creative people, we almost always work from a reference of some kind and like ideas never actually come from nothing. Mm -hmm. And uh, everything you kind of know is a recreation of something that someone else told you or it's like a reflection of your own reality or something like that like the telephone for example right like we have iphones and we're like holy shit this is so cutting edge but like the cell phone came first the home phone yeah. came before that radio they waves came before like, that make an iphone out of thin air one yeah. day we're like here's a smartphone no yeah exactly and even like even like teslas for example they just combined cars and electricity and before the cars you know what there was <laughs> wagon don't tell elon musk you said that <laughs> I'm gonna come at you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah. So there's no such thing as an original idea. So like, maybe let's not take this too seriously. Second of all, and this especially kind of goes for music, is that creativity in music has like a threshold. There's a certain amount of creativity I believe that you can reach. There's no like new note combinations or chord progressions that are completely original or have Mm -hmm. never truly been done before. Music itself is made of rules of major and minor scales, octaves, and like, I don't know what else. I only took a couple years of piano. (laughs) But basically, there's rules about what notes actually sound good together. So you can go outside of good sounding notes, but then you'll probably make a bad song. (laughs) So think about that. Thirdly, I think the same thing can be applied to lyrics. Um, Nobody's coming out with new words. (laughs) Um, Rhymes aren't infinite language follows rules nothing hasn't been said before and like especially in lyrics of like pop music because this it's the same fucking themes (laughs) over and over and over again like all the music on the radio is just about love you're sad about love new love toxic love angry love drugs sex rock and roll parties that kind of stuff i'm sure other genres have much more interesting themes (laughs) surrounding them but i mean for pop music i really just feel like it's mostly of the same stuff and this kind of also goes for rap too because a lot Mm. of rap is just about like you know getting money like like in various different ways fraternizing with women acquiring currency like i'm sure we've all seen the videos where they're like all pop songs are based off of the same four chords and people just like play the same chord progression and they can sing like every pop song ever oh my gosh yes that is such a yeah 100 the thing with copyright that always confuses me is like where is the line when does it become like original and when is it copying? Because, yeah, like you could put two notes together and you could put the same two notes together as someone else, but like when does it become yeah. stealing when your does... content and when is it like mm-hmm. building off an idea or just, yeah. Yeah. And the copyright is very unclear and kind of hard 
to prove because you have to prove that you were exposed to the music beforehand in order for that person to sue you for it. So if you have a Spotify and account, you have no, and there's like, no intention <laughs> for you to prove that about yourself. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, like jumping to be like, yes, look, I did have access to that. You're song. right. You're <laughs> yeah. right. I did steal it. It's so easy to lie. <laughs> like, it's so easy to just like manipulate people. I think it would just be so much better if everything was out in the open and if music was much more of a collective and much more of a collaborative. Exactly. Mm. Just a space where everyone can bounce ideas off of each other and like, I don't exactly know what the rules are going to be for this new society, but I think that it would be something along the lines of if you steal a certain amount of music, like you can only steal up to like 40% of like a sound or like a lyric or something like that. And then they get royalties based on how much they stole and not stole. Sorry. Copied, (laughs) copied, remixed, combined, whatever used. Yeah. And like, it should be just a, a thing that you contact someone immediately when you're like dude i love your stuff like i want to like sample it in my song and like this is something that i created and i feel like because people don't do that and they hear something that's a little bit similar in someone else's song that might be doing better than them they suddenly feel ownership over it and they feel like they can make money off of an idea that was better executed than theirs was and i think it's kind of a pride thing it's kind of a greed thing it's kind of a lot going on there (laughs) but i think that the system has kind of fucked a lot of people over because these cases have been going on for a long time to the point where people now are scared of making music. These are not my words. I don't, I'm not scared of making music. I don't care. But, <laughs> but like artists are scared yeah. of making music because they're always constantly scared of being hit with a lawsuit, even if they had no idea that they were copying someone else's song. Technically, mm. you can prove in court that you had been you get exposed to that song and you could be sued. <laughs> like if yeah, you see, heard it in a coffee that, shop. Yeah, that's the part that confuses me is like, how do you know that it's copying? You know, like, I think we listen to music so passively, you might not even notice that like you'd listen to a song and you might have like recreated some of yeah the tune to it mm-hmm. because like you just, yeah, you weren't actively listening to that song and you weren't actively like, I'm going to copy this person. Yeah, And it exactly. just happened that that song was in your head and then you ended up recreating it and then like, oh shit, now somebody's going to sue me because yeah. I didn't realize that I was doing this. Yeah, but I people think, gotta you know be what? super careful. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to capitalism, dude. I think so too. I think it's so because, too, but it's like oh, it's because it's of so the profiting, upsetting. right? Yes, it's because but it, I hate nobody, it so much because like, you're nobody wants the other person to like profit off of what they made. Yeah, and yeah, that's the problem much. is that we made it into a system that like people are profiting off of. Yeah, I think people take it way too far though. Like I understand wanting to profit off of something that you yeah. feel is your original idea you know like if i get that like it makes it's fine whatever but i feel yeah. like like one of the first examples that i want to talk to you guys about is um just like an example of someone who took it just too way too far <laughs> sorry, okay you gonna say sorry before you go yeah just yeah. like for me it's like if somebody uses part of your song it doesn't take away from the profits that you make off of your song that's kind of the part that like right confused like if somebody took a segment from our podcast and like put it on their podcast it mm-hmm. wouldn't take away from people listening to ours yeah but the thing is that's that that, that, that new version me. that new version is if it's better and if the person knows it's better Or if the artist is like no longer in the music industry and maybe they spent all of their money or something like that, they see an opportunity to make some money. But if it's better, then that person deserves to make more money off. I agree. (laughs) 
That's just, just being you humble. Being sour about it. Yes, being a sore I loser. Know, that person right? did it better. I'm sorry. That's the way that capitalism works. I agree with you. It sucks Ugh. sometimes, but like, so what? I know, right? It's oh, it's so, so annoying. And yeah, you're so right. Like, if somebody makes an innovation on like the bra, they're gonna make more money off of that new innovation because. It's better. it's better yeah and they're and victoria's secret isn't gonna be like that was our idea or like whatever like Absolutely mrs not. jacob phillips from last week from two weeks ago episodes <laughs> isn't gonna be like actually i made the first bra out of silk and a handkerchief so <laughs> <laughs> you now owe me a hundred percent of royalties like bullshit no if somebody bullshit. did it better i'm sorry but like they deserve yeah I, that's I totally a you agree. problem not a them mm-hmm. problem yeah like maybe you should have taken more time on your stuff, or maybe you should have remixed it yourself. Maybe mm-hmm. now you can been interesting. make something even better than them. You know, don't yeah. end. Maybe now then you're... it's a challenge. You can build off of that. Yes, they've given exactly. you an opportunity. It should foster more better. creativity. The competition yeah. should fuel you. It shouldn't anger you. One hundred percent. Okay. So the first case I have today, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the Rolling Stones versus the Verve. Okay, so I'm going to play you guys a song real quick. And this is okay because this is for um, the purposes aren't, well, they are kind of commercial, but I think, isn't that only in the States though? Is that like the free use or whatever it is that if like you use it to prove a point? Or like because you're talking about it, or yeah, we have that too. It, you can use it. We have fair Are you use. Sure? Fair yeah, use. Yeah. Okay. I just took okay. this class. Don't worry, girl. Okay. We have fair use, and this is um, um, commentary, which we are allowed to do under Canadian copyright. So, Rolling Stones, if you hear this, don't fucking come for me, please. Okay, so this is their song, The Rolling Stones, The Last Time. And do you know the song, um, Bittersweet Symphony by the Verb? Verve. It's a no. bittersweet. Okay, maybe you'll recognize it when you hear it. But just first, listen to these two songs and. See if they sound similar. Okay. Okay. Keep that kind of in the back of your mind. Okay. And here's Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. The part you're listening for here is the um, orchestra violin playing. That goes on for a little while. <laughs> and the Rolling Stones sued the Verve and they won and they got 100% royalties on the song. The Verve didn't make any money. And unfortunately, they were a one hit wonder. So that was their <gasps> only opportunity to make any music. And let me ask you, did those songs sound the same? No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Not at all. And also, I didn't know the first one, but I knew the second one. Right? And that's and really the shitty. Stones, that the the one Rolling that Stones famous. just got money for that. 
<laughs> well, they didn't because they so like dumb. for 20 years, the Rolling Stones was getting royalties on that song. And you know where you've heard that song? Car commercials, stadiums. This this song is the official song for an England soccer team. And it plays before every single one of their games. You've also heard it in multiple movies of like the 90s and the early 2000s where that song was popping. People fucking went hard for that song. And they got the royalties on every single oh time God. that that shit appeared. Isn't that so sad? And That's awful. Those songs. It's terrible. I mean, we know that I'm not the best with listening. Skills, so. <laughs> I mean, if they did sound similar, I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. be the person to pick it out. But I don't. Yeah. Completely okay. different songs. Like, not at all. Right. Okay. And here's. I have a little bit of like a, oh, shit kind of moment for you. Okay. Rolled up here. So, um, there was an orchestral arrangement done by a third party of the Rolling Stones song. And the orchestral arrangement, I will play it for you, but it actually does sound pretty much exactly the same as the Verve song. Here's the thing, though. The Verve went to the orchestra and asked them permission to use, like, the four notes, which was just the violin little, like, moment. Hold on, I'll play it for you. Okay. Yeah, I can hear it. So it has the same. Yeah, it has the same like few notes. And the verb asked this symphony for their permission to use a couple of the notes. And the symphony was like, go for it. Go do your thing. You got this. You're doing amazing. Not even thinking to ask the Rolling Stones for it because the Rolling Stones song sounds nothing like the orchestral version. The orchestra get sued as well. The orchestra didn't get sued, but when they found out that the Rolling Stones sued the Verve, the orchestra sued the Verve as well. $1.27 million. But they had asked permission. Yeah. (laughs) And then they claimed that they stole more than they had originally asked for by one note. That was their claim. I really thought that was going in a different direction. I really thought that the orchestra were chill. (laughs) Like, they sound cool. I don't... No? No. No, I thought the orchestra was cool too because they were totally fine with everything happening. But then everyone just kind of they went were against the, the villain. Verve. That was such a plot twist. Yeah, well, they were all they the, were villain. the villain. I mean, all along. the Rolling Stones. The Verve like, took... wasn't. No, the Verve was not the villain. The Verve did everything right. Like these poor fucking guys. Okay, so this is just so stupid. The notes didn't technically belong to the Rolling Stones. Like the the Rolling Stones literally had like singing in it. They didn't have these like orchestral notes. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. And also, I don't think notes belong to anybody. Like, like no, it's music, right? Like, that's what. I, and there's only be, so many notes, and like, there's only so many only combinations so many of those notes that you can make. Otherwise, it's like making new words. Like, it doesn't exist unless you're Shakespeare <laughs> and you like create like the word. I don't fucking know eyeball. <laughs> but like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I think Shakespeare created the word eyeball. Fact check me on that. <laughs> Actually. Sure. Why would he have any reason to create the word eyeball? I don't remember. What what other word were they using for the eye? I suck. I don't know. I honestly just don't know. Eye? You know what? I might be he just added ball to Eminem. it. He's like, yeah, fuck it. Eyeball. On the uh, drywall. Look me in the eyeball. No, no. He definitely came up with like some word that was like eyeball. Eminem? It was Shakespeare. Just ignore that. She- <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> that-, <laughs> that was like a that was like a moment where. Okay. I'm not proud of. <laughs> <laughs> Did you confuse Eminem and Shakespeare? Yeah, for a second. Just for, just for one second. 
it was just the eyeball was in my mind and i don't know what happened eyeball in your mind did eminem make the word i'm no but eminem you know that song this is so embarrassing okay so you know that song where he's like next time i'm pistol in my fist at the drywall just gonna stand there yeah 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 yeah. then he's like look me in the eyeball and i don't know why but that part always like really stuck with me when he rhymed drywall with eyeball i was like this is everything Uh, (laughs) so instantly now like instinctually when i hear the word eyeball i think of eminem but also shakespeare did come up with the word eyeball I'm still trying to understand who came up with the word. Shakespeare. Eminem did not come up with it. (laughs) Okay. I just associated it. I am on track. Okay, good. Okay. I'm back on track. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Anyways, so that, okay, so that whole case was just like so sad. So sad. And it set a a pretty bad uh, precedent for the rest of the music industry because the money motivation led to so much greed and there's like a bunch of other cases that i don't want to go over because i'm sure you've heard of like the blurred lines thing because i'm pretty sure we all know about that where he stole the song from that other guy and then that Mm -hmm. other guy was like upset or whatever there's also like a Katy perry um thing where she stole dark horse like she stole oh yeah copied the beat or something like that yeah and she was just like i (laughs) It was just, like, ridiculous. Like, no one... I don't know. Like, I guess you can own a beat, but I don't know. Like, this is just another example of, like, give give credit where credit is due. If you are sampling someone's music, you can yeah. talk to them. But it doesn't sound like she knew she was sampling someone else's music, so I don't really know. Yeah. Um, okay, moving forwards to the second case. Yeah. Kanye West, Vince uh, Kanye. P, and Daft Punk claims for Stronger work it harder make it better, better do, do it faster, faster make it stronger, stronger. <laughs> um so funny story real quick i used to think that kanye um went into debt because he was getting sued by daft punk for copying the lyrics to the song like he literally copied them to a t like the daft punk oh, wow. has a version and it's literally mm-hmm. like work it harder make it better, better. faster oh, stronger yeah yeah, yeah. And that was first, blah, blah, blah. But he actually got permission from them beforehand. And he credited them on the album with writing credits. And they got 10% royalties from the song. Nice. And I was like, this is amazing. Kanye, 2007 Kanye just like knew what was going on, okay? He he got it. You know, he's obviously way ahead of where I'm at right now, which is I'm just realizing that this is such a big problem. (laughs) And I think this is a great example of how collaboration should be handled, honestly. And it's really nice really like nicely Mm -hmm. so this other guy that i mentioned in this case vince p Mm -hmm. he's this rapper and he filed a lawsuit against kanye for him to completely erase the existence of stronger because kanye copied a lyric from vince p's song Uh i i cannot even explain to you all how dumb this was the lyric lyric? that which doesn't kill me makes me stronger is that not from like shakespeare (laughs) (laughs) he was was trying to claim what doesn't kill you makes you stronger (laughs) everyone uses that that's what i'm saying like like a kelly clarkson song yes it makes you stronger stronger. (laughs) everyone says that dude oh my god it was so dumb and i was uh, reading this i was like what the fuck kanye obviously won he said he was influenced by nietzsche who was a philosopher and it's also kind of a common phrase and you can't own a common phrase this no. brings me back to my point you can't own a lyric it that makes no dumb. sense it's words is, there's uh, only so many words that we can use together only so many especially in like a rapper in a song or like something that mm. rhymes or like something 
inspiring and or something, something like, like that. describing like human emotion too like yeah you can't how many claim different an idea. ways can you say it remember that <laughs> exactly. game that we used to play oh no that's a completely irrelevant game <laughs> whoops <laughs> I was thinking about that game and drama that we used to play where we had to say the same word a different way and everyone had to say it a different way. But that's Oh not yeah, yeah, we're no. Like that's, no. This would be saying no. like the same, same thing with yeah. different words. Yeah. Like, it's like relevant. yeah, it's still kind of relevant like like yeah, like Kanye just said like that 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 don't kill me only makes me stronger like Yeah. I don't I don't, I don't know. How can you own that? It's so hard for me to wrap my head around it. You can't claim language. And Mm-mm. I think Vince P was just mad that Kanye, like, made like, it bigger, made it better, was more famous than him. But, like, this like is no way to conduct business. suing each other for, like, using the same collection of phrases. But, like, yeah, you can plagiarize somebody. But, yeah, if somebody wrote in a book, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> and somebody else wrote that in a book. You can sue that person. Yeah. Like, it's a common... It's like, it's not that it's a like a common phrase but here's the thing i think ideas someone will eventually get to it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. if nietzsche didn't get to it i think someone else would have eventually got to it and then it would have become like a public um what's it called when it's public owned um and like no one can claim it because it's in the public because like it's 50 years after the author had died or whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like it's it's public music if it's 50 Mm -hmm. years after the author had died um Mm -hmm. And like I'm pretty sure Nietzsche's dead, like long, du- long gone. And he's a philosopher. If, yeah, he's probably dead. Probably. And if he hadn't come up with the idea, I think somebody else had. I just saw a TikTok recently about how um, when Alexander Graham Bell and that other dude invented the light bulb. I want to credit the other guy because apparently Alexander Graham Bell wasn't the one who invented it. He just improved it, which also technically is an invention. Ugh, so this just wraps around in so many different ways. But apparently there was another man who invented the light bulb two months later. So Wait, eventually, later? yeah, like so he after? didn't hear about it and then he invented it after. And he was like, I just created oh. a light bulb. And they were like, sorry, bro. Already exists. It's been done before. <laughs> Old news. <laughs> light bulb. We've seen that. <laughs> um, so I think that someone would have eventually come to this idea. And like, like we were saying, you just can't, you just can't do this. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So we're almost at the conclusion. Um, I have one more like comparison to make Mm -hmm. and it's kind of, I want it to be a blueprint for the music industry and how they should futurely conduct their business. Okay. So this is what you want to see. This is your idea for the future. There it's, it's ideas. It's not very well formed, (laughs) but it's kind of a comparison and hopefully they can draw ideas from this comparison to make it better since there are experts who know more than me. the fashion industry (laughs) (laughs) actually no i'm the smartest person ever (laughs) yeah we're experts here yeah we are you took a class on this one like that's for this podcast that's pretty advanced you took a class thank you that's a good point that's true we're just talking about stuff that we have yeah i didn't take the class for the podcast i should make that clear (laughs) you could write it off on your taxes if you i should (laughs) So we're small business. <laughs> um, okay, so the fashion industry has almost no copyright at all. It's like mm. n- almost nothing written for designs. It's like the loosest thing ever. And fashion is flourishing. That business is doing so well. Yeah. Let's not look at the dark side of fashion. Let's just look at the design and the creative side of fashion. Um, for example, when somebody like Urban Outfitters copies Gucci, yeah, you know who doesn't care? Mm-mm. 
Gucci. Gucci doesn't give a shit. This actually, Miss Gucci herself is cited in saying that it's flattering to be copied and it lets her know when it's time to move to a different design when it gets mm. to like this lower, lower, like cheaper yeah. kind of stuff. And also like people shopping at Gucci are not going to be also shopping at like Urban Outfitters. They're yeah. not competitors in any sense. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And she says that getting copied actually makes Gucci a stronger brand because it is the original and people kind of know that in the back of their minds and like people can be snobby about it and they're like, well, that's not the original. Like I know that that's fashion. That design is just being copied from Gucci who had the idea first. So in this case, like originality is very much valued. And fashion also recognizes that trends come in and out of style and things are overdone to the point of they're oversaturated and people get so sick of it that they eventually move on and they take they take elements and it makes people more creative and it helps them make better clothing it helps them combine different elements and it helps them combine different colors and they can steal other designers ideas and make them into their own ideas and no one's going to be like i'm suing you people instead are going to be like damn they did it better or I did it better and they suck. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Like <laughs> nobody gets sued. It's collaboration. It feeds comp- competition, which feeds mm-hmm. better creativity. Um, it's a space where nobody is afraid. Nobody is scared <laughs> of their well-earned money being taken away from them. Hmm. I think they should take, I think the music industry should take notes from the fashion industry. Yeah, There's got to be a better nice. way. I know, right? Like it's very competitive and very cutthroat, but it is very nice. <laughs> People, people probably aren't like afraid to be creative and that's exactly like not no one ever feels like someone's something no one's watching over them being like if you steal i will sue you or like if there's even a whiff of like i use the same white fabric so <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever like <sighs> anyways i think that there is no such thing as originality and i think we need to embrace that because for mm. a long time, I kind of fought against that idea. But now that I have embraced the fact that there's no such thing as being original, it has let me live a freer life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can be myself, even though that doesn't even really exist. Please don't. Let's not have an existential crisis on the podcast, okay? <laughs> yeah, let's not get into this. <laughs> but it no, can... but it's true. <clears throat> Humans, like, live in existence with each other and in relation to each other. And, like, we're social beings. And, yeah, nothing that we do is independent or yeah. separate from anyone else. I, I Everything believe... that we do is connected to other people in some way. Yeah. And no one achieved anything alone. Mm-mm. I believe those are the words of another philosopher, Plato. <laughs> <laughs> we asked And also Leslie worry. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we asked them if we could use it. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, we Don't did. Don't us. worry, guys. <laughs> Don't come for us, Plato. It play-doh ink <laughs> that was good um it's interesting i like your yeah opinion. thank you thank you i agree i think yeah doing this stuff i think it'll just make the world a better place to be honest yeah. it'll make it more interesting people will be more inspired like yeah i feel like it's just stifling mm-hmm. creativity more than it is protecting it yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. It's, exactly you know, it's all worked weirder and now everyone's like bitter in the music industry and they're all like sour about getting sued or possibly getting sued and like collaboration mm-hmm. just can't exist because of these lawsuits like they should just change yeah change it change it just change it and make it a standard and honestly practice, like, like if you already have hundreds of million do- millions of dollars like that's the i don't really care what- about your cause <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i don't care that somebody used the four notes from your song yes exactly. you're fine like you already have fans you have a following 
Like, it doesn't take away from people enjoying your music. Mm-hmm. And it'll, like, if anything, it'll kind of sour the relationship, I think, mm-hmm. with new fans, potentially. Because what if someone yeah. was like, I love the Verve, and I can't believe the Rolling Stones tried to sue them. Like, fuck you, the Verve. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, fuck you, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, now I'm kind of, ho- now I kind of have some hostility towards the right? Rolling Stones. Because that was stupid. It's so bullshit. So they held the royalties for 20 years, actually. And this year, they finally released it to the Verve. And it's like, no one fucking listens How to that song anymore. How old are they at this point, like- <laughs> don't know <laughs> they're probably like great it's i'm already so like 90 percent of the way through my retirement oh, i know Thanks. and i like i watched this little interview that the verve had where um they talked about how they like they're like oh it's fine like we you know we respect the rolling stones and like we respect their work and like blah blah, blah. they they're were just probably like, just saying they probably had like so, a gun to their head oh it was so sad i yeah they either like were being forced to say that or they just are so defeated and just so that's so sad I, oh, I know. Like they I wonder had, if they were a one-hit wonder because of that. Because experience. of the lawsuit? Yeah. I wonder if they Possibly. were just like, you know what, let's not, let's not yeah. do this again. They found like a song they really liked and they didn't even want to reach out to ask for permission to use it. Because next thing you know, $1.27 million is gone from your pocket because they yeah. stabbed you in the back. And they like tried to do it the right way. They tried to ask. Yeah the orchestra i know that's so I sad know. it is so sad so sad so yeah bet you didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't <laughs> really uh, there there's just got to be a better way this is my infomercial mm-hmm. moment there's got to be a better way guys that should have been the name for our podcast honestly like i feel like <laughs> i we love just, that <laughs> we just create solutions we imagine a better world yeah, we like, do. We need to change this and change <laughs> Every this. Every week. And come and eat breakfast and yeah. reform yes. the tax system. <laughs> ah. That brings us to the end of the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for staying tuned through the whole thing. If you want to see more of us, make... Oh, right. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Courtney's opinions on taxes. Sorry. Just about to blaze over that. Um, Courtney's opinions on Canadian taxes. If you're a Canadian, you can relate. If you're not a Canadian... Even if you're American, you can relate to. Yeah. To the TurboTax monopoly over taxes and even over the government. Who would have thought? Um, Thank you for listening to my opinion on the music industry and how we should be allowed to copy people. If you want to see more of us, uh, please follow us on Instagram at very.unimportant.people. You can also follow us on Twitter for sound bites, which is at VUnimportantPPL. And you can email us. And our email is hatersclickhere at gmail.com. And that's H-A-T-R-S. Click here at gmail.com. <laughs> um, you can find us on TikTok. And that is your scavenger hunt. Your responsibility. <laughs> put it on you. Go look for us. Comment. Follow. Yeah, let us know once you find us. Yeah, Maybe that would be great. you'll get a prize. Maybe you will. <laughs> and have a great day.